Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores? Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on Sleep Number Special Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Showdown. President Trump says he wants to talk to special counsel Robert Mueller. I would love to speak. But he continues to try to undermine the Russia investigation. Phony Russia witch hunt. What's Mueller's next move? We'll talk to the top Democrat on the House Intelligence Committee, Congressman Adam Schiff, ahead. Hello, I'm Dick Tapper in Washington, where the State of Our Union is trying to get the story straight. President Trump is in Washington, perhaps watching television as we speak, as his personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, tries to clean up a potential legal mess that he made for his client over that hush payment made to adult film actress Stormy Daniels. But Giuliani's cleanup act is already raising new questions. Giuliani telling ABC News in a new interview this morning that Michael Cohen may have paid off other women if it were, quote, necessary. The former mayor is also stressing the hush money payment had nothing to do with the campaign. I'm not an expert on the facts yet. I'm getting there. There is no way this is a campaign finance violation of any kind, nor was it a loan. It was an expenditure. And this expenditure would have been made whether he was running for president or he wasn't running for president. This as President Trump faces new questions about his version of events. A New York Times report says the president knew about the hush payment to Daniels months before he denied knowing about it to reporters on Air Force One in April. Here to help us clarify some of these questions is the counselor to the president, Kellyanne Conway. Kellyanne, thanks so much for being here. Thank you. So um, the president's lawyer just told ABC News this morning that he didn't know whether President Trump had made similar payments to other women. But, quote, I would think if it was necessary, yes, Michael Cohen would have made similar payments. You were the campaign manager during that time. Do you know of any other payments like this one? I, I do not. They didn't cross my desk as campaign manager. And I would also tell you that I'm happy to answer these questions, but I have limited visibility into what Mayor Giuliani is talking about because, politely, he is the president's counsel. I'm the president's counselor. I will tell you, though, in speaking with the president just yesterday, when the president said no on Air Force One, he was talking about he didn't know when the payment occurred. Mm-hmm. It's a very fast-moving exchange between him and Catherine Lucy of the AP, I believe. And so he's saying he didn't know about it when the payment occurred. He found out about it after the fact. All right, well, let's play this. Let's play the exchange if we can. This is uh, in April, President Trump being asked by the AP, did you know about the $130,000 payment to Stormy Daniels? Let's play this exchange. Sure. Do you know about the $130,000 payment to Stormy Daniels? 
So it's, did you know about the $130,000 payment to Stormy Daniels? No. So you're saying that he's saying he didn't know at the time. At the time. It but was then me. the next question, uh, or a subsequent question, do you know where he got the money to make that payment? No, I don't know. That's present tense. But he did know. You have to look at the president's three tweets. Again, I'm going to relay to you what the president has told me, which is the best I can do. He didn't know it at the time that the payment occurred. Separately, if you look at his three tweets this week, he said a lot in those three tweets on Thursday morning, Jake. I'm sure you have them or people can pull them up to themselves. It's democratization of information. The president tells everybody at the same time what's on his mind. In those tweets, he went back and repeated that this was a private arrangement and there was an NDA involved and that he is saying these are false claims and that um, Ms. Daniels and her attorney have violated that NDA. This is the president speaking. Mm -hmm. And the president says it's a very typical course of action for famous people or people who are wealthy. And the president has said that he did this to save his family the embarrassment. Uh, I will tell you, as the campaign manager for the winning part of the campaign, I was not made aware of this whatsoever. And I would push back on this whole notion that well, what if this had come out before the final debate? All of it was out there. The president at the rallies. The Stormy Daniels story wasn't out well, there. Well, but there were all these what the president referred to as false accusers. They had plenty of airtime here and elsewhere. They, they were lining up and he would address them at his rallies. He was doing six, seven different stops a day. And I will tell you, at the White House, when I show up to my job every day, this is not on in my policy well, portfolio. Those are different. First of all, you have more than a dozen women accusing the president of sexual assault or, or sexual harassment. That's different from a, a porn star who claims that she had a consensual affair with the that. president just months after the president's son was born. Well, he's denied all of that. But the point I'm making to you is you believe talking him? about a campaign. Do you believe him? Do you believe that he did not have an affair with Stormy Daniels? I, I believe, yes, he's denied it. So I have no reason to believe otherwise. I don't know. He has said he hasn't. But that's got nothing to do with my job in the White House, his job in the White House, or frankly, the campaign. Now, you've had the, well, it the does, president, it does if, if, his if, lawyer. If he made a payment so as to affect the campaign. He has said he, has said he hasn't. But it, the, the, it was, they had this alleged affair in 2006, and he didn't pay her until October 2016. There's a decade there that he He's could have paid her. He's telling you that he didn't pay her. His attorney did. I'm telling you that his attorney had discretion, as far as I can see. His attorney had discretion over funds and made the best call that he When did the had. president find out but that Michael some, Cohen had made this payment? That I don't know, but I know that the president has said he didn't know it when it occurred, and that is the no one Air Force one. Now, uh, respectfully, I know that CNN has invested a lot in this story, and in Ms. Daniels' attorney, Mr. Avenatti, he has appeared on your network over 65 times in less than two months. That's the choice that you make. But when I look at the CNN polling, Jake, I don't see this on there. I see the economy and immigration and health care. I see ISIS. I see historic talks in North Korea. We're on the precipice of mm -hmm. ending decades of war between North Korea and South Korea, owing in large part to this president's leadership and him involving other leaders in that entire region. The JCPOA is coming up now, the Iran nuclear deal. Which yeah, this these are all issues we've talked about and continue well, to talk about. And we would have liked to have... Last week when the North Korea thing happened, we would have liked to have had Bolton or Pompeo on the show. I hope they'll come they, refu they refuse to do the show. I do think it's important, though, whether or not the president of the United States tells the truth to the American people. And I'm sure you agree with me. The New York Times is reporting that the president knew months before uh, the April denial uh, that Michael Cohen had made this payment. The story broke in January. Let right? me repeat. Let the me story broke in January. Michael Cohen made this payment. Are you telling me that President Trump by April still hadn't gotten to the bottom of it? Let me repeat that the no refers to no at the time the payment occurred, which I read is in October 
of 2016. So the whole world found out about it, I guess, in January of 2018. But the second question is, do you know where the, it was present tense? Do you know where the money from, came from? And he said, I don't know. But we're being told now by The New York Times and others, including Rudy Giuliani, that the president did know. And it's important that the president tell the truth to the American people. I think there yes. you want to look at the president's tweets where he says through reimbursement. Uh, you've got to look at his tweets because he responds to that. And that's honestly, Jake, that's the best I can do, given my lim limited visibility in the legal matters and my very big visibility in the policy portfolio. And honestly, the great job this president is doing on many fronts that Americans tell those opinion leaders and pollsters they care about. You can't argue with a 3.9% unemployment rate. You can't argue with the lowest unemployment rate in, in so long among African-Americans, if ever, but, Hispanics, But here's the women. issue, Kellyanne. The Kellyanne, this week, the White House really started to lose the support of conservatives who want to support the president, who believe in President numbers Trump. numbers are up among the, even the Wall Street Journal editorial board, very supportive of President Trump on everything except for trade, writes, quote, Mr. Trump is compiling a record that increases the likelihood, likelihood that few will believe him during a genuine crisis, say a dispute over speaking with special counsel Robert Mueller or a nuclear showdown with Kim Jong-un. Mr. Trump should worry that Americans will stop believing anything he says. This is directly because of him not telling the truth, not being straight with the American people about this payment. And in addition, we've had people on Fox News Channel who are generally very supportive of the president saying to the president, to the television screen, you have to tell the truth. Stop doing this. You're eroding credibility. As the counselor to the president, aren't you concerned about this? I'm concerned that you're not listening to the news I just broke, which is that the no refers to when the payment occurred. That's very important here. It was a fast-moving exchange. I asked the president what he meant, and he said, I didn't know about it when the payment occurred. I think you're overcomplicating that very simple point. You think when that answer was as honest and, and, and open? If, if that's the truth, he was talking, if that is, that's the truth, he's saying, oh, I didn't know it at the time in 2016 when the payment was made. Do you think the president was as honest and transparent and open as he should have been? Because he could have said, I didn't know about it at the time, but subsequently I found out about it, about it. And when he was asked, do you know where the money came from? Do you know, present tense, he could have said, yes, I reimbursed but him. Jake, this is respectfully, this is what always happens, is everybody has an idea about how the president should how he should speak, how she should answer the words he honestly, should have used. He should, no, 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 he, he spoke honestly. honestly. He said no, which refers to when the payment occurred. But let's also be honest to your viewers, who you know full well. Are so many of them are grateful that he's in that job because they have their job. I mean, you're denying the five million Americans who have received bonuses or raises or both because of a tax cut that your network continued to insist could never can never get through, and if it did, it would only benefit the wealthy. Go tell that to the people you and I grew up with outside of Philadelphia who are happy that he's the president because they have more disposable income. They left right. We covered the tax burden. cut, and I never Not said very any. much. I covered the tax small cut. Small Business Week last week, eighty percent of small lot. businesses have less tax burden. Nobody undermines, Haskell, Nobody undermines the president's well, message more than nobody undermines the president's message more than President Trump. No, president Trump puts out, puts out a tweet last week talking about how the unemployment rate is 3.9 percent, and he can't even stay on message in a 10-word tweet. By the end of it, he's talking witch hunt. Well, maybe it's not. Excuse me. Maybe it's not your message, but his message is the 3.9 percent. That's the message Americans. So why does he undermine it with witch those hunt? Those facts and figures. I think Judge T.S. Eliot in, uh, excuse me, T.S. Ellis, great poet, T.S. 
Ellis in Virginia really said it best. He's not a political figure. He has no skin in this game except the law. And he really brushed back uh, the Mueller folks by just saying, excuse me, have you burned through your $10 million budget yet? Mm. Where is this going? Because if this is actually to impugn or assault or indeed impeach or something else, the president, that's not what this was supposed to be about. A lot of Americans agree. And you know that I hear from people who didn't even vote for Donald Trump regularly, right. Jake, that they just want the guy to be able to have the space to do his job. And his job includes saying that the Iran nuclear deal was a bad deal from the beginning. Does his job include lying to the American people? Do you think that his job includes lying to the American people because he continually does so and he undermines his own administration when he does so? Jake, he does does many things. You just want that, respectfully, you just want that to go viral. You want to say the word President Trump and lie in the same sentence. No, I I would like him to stop lying, Here's what doesn't lie. Here, here, Here are some facts and figures that you should start treating your viewing audience to. The 20,000 new Apple jobs, if Tim Cook could have brought those to this country, I understand well, you don't want to talk about the president's president. credibility. Oh, no, no, no. I've already talked about it for five minutes. Do you think what there's I'm a credibility crisis credibility. in this White House? No, I don't, because I know that you have the screaming graphics that says it, but you had screaming graphics that talked about Russian collusion, too. Those are gone, and now we're talking about this. This... Excuse I don't, me, this, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Jake, in terms of the Russia sheer deals. volume and velocity alone of what this president accomplishes and what he puts on the table in just one breakneck week. He's got a new secretary of state who's out there saying our job, his job as the chief diplomat for this country is to make sure Iran is never nuclear capable. And mm. that's why this president has serious questions about the JCPOA. That's why when he struck Syria a couple weeks ago, he said it was also we said it was also a message to Iran and Russia who are helping Assad. Does it bother you at all that the American press corps says this president is not? Not tough enough on Russia and the German press corps in the East Room a week ago Friday asked Chancellor Merkel if she's concerned at how tough President Trump is being on Russia. People care that the regulations are lower. They care sure. that Israel is in the crosshairs, our greatest And they also the care that, and they want the American president to tell them the yeah, truth. We talked about that. They want the president, American president. They know the numbers the don't truth. lie. They know 3.9 percent. You keep talking about the uh, unemployment rate, and it's because fantastic. Because it matters and we to herald people. It. it matters to people. It matters Absolutely. to people. There are over three it million It also new matters jobs to created. people. It also matters to people that the president tell them the truth. He is telling the truth. When he stood up a week ago and said, guys, Sunday, America, Saturday is National Take Back Day. Bring in your unused, expired or unwanted pills. And we collected a record number. You can fill up three Boeing 757s. He went on Twitter and talked about the three American hostages. He talked about the three American hostages and how the Obama administration had tried and failed to get them free. Two of the three were detained while Donald Trump was president. There is no way that Obama could have gotten them released because they were captured when, when Trump was president. That's just a lie. And that tweet is still up there. And that's just symbolic of the fact that this president gets in his own way all the time, even when there's something good potentially so you're focusing happening. on the tweet and we're focused on the hostages. But why and is he blaming Obama for hostages that were taken while he was president? Jake, he's why? probably thinking about President Obama and the terrible Iran nuclear deal and the terrible uh, what he did. But why not just tell the truth? Or when Korea. someone says the truth is those th- two of those three were taken, two of those three hostages were taken when you were president. So maybe we should take down this false tweet. And all three could well be released while he's president. And God That's bless, and I hope that happens. But why lie about well, it? Well, if you hope it happens, let's cover a little bit. Excuse me, let's cover. I'm waiting a for it bit. to happen. What do you think is the most important thing going on in North Korea now? I would argue. It's the fact that North Korea and South Korea literally have come together, that North Korea has agreed to certain conditions, that the time and date, the date and the place for this meeting is already in And we will cover that summit, absolutely. Well, but cover it now. Show that we want, that we want 
complete, verifiable, and irreversible denuclearization that Kim Jong-un has already promised to make uh, certain moves. And th- it would be a great gesture of goodwill to get these hostages released. But look, yeah. the same, the same uh, fact-checking at the Washington Post that everybody here loves to quote, they, gave, they, they showed some whoppers by President Obama. Now, you mentioned President Obama. I didn't. I didn't mention the woman who... No, I mentioned Obama Trump. because Trump mentioned but Obama. He had, no, no, no. But we, he had a lot of whoppers that mattered to people when he said he came right after at, out of Benghazi and said it was an act of terrorism. No, he yeah, didn't. We the covered janitors them at the in the Capitol got we it. absolutely got, no, covered them. Ever, that you can keep your plan. Okay, to, so, look, every president is looked upon mm-hmm. for everything they're communicating to the American people. The president's approval ratings are up. The, the, I think the right direction number is up because people see progress and security. And I would say to you, they're also tired of him being picked upon every single day. What you're telling America is important to them is not what America is telling your pollsters is okay. important to Kellyanne them. Conway, thank you thank so you much. We appreciate me. your time. How are questions about President Trump's credibility affecting lawmakers in his own party? We'll talk to the top Senate Republican Roy Blunt next. And the president's lawyer says the special counsel's team is baiting the president to lie. Is this new offensive strategy to undermine the Mueller probe working? The top Democrat on the House Intelligence Committee, Adam Schiff, will be here to answer questions about that. Stay with us. Welcome back to State of the Union. I'm Jake Tapper. President Trump says one thing, his aides say another, and then the president's own story changes as Republicans in Congress are trying to maintain the majority this fall. Is the president facing a crisis of credibility? Could it hurt the party? Joining me now is Republican Senator Roy Blunt of Missouri. He's a member of Republican leadership in the Senate. He also serves on the Senate Intelligence Committee. Senator uh, Blunt, thanks so much for being here. Welcome to State of the Union. I don't think I've ever had you here before. No, I, I've been able to avoid it up until now. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question in that spirit. Does it, bother you, does it bother you when President Trump is not honest? Does it bother you when he says things that are clear, demonstrable falsehoods to the American people? You know, he communicates differently than I do or than almost anybody else ever has. I will tell you, though, I was in Missouri all week. I did news conferences in 10 different cities all over the state. I saw virtually every TV camera in the state during that, those 10 cities. Not a single person asked about President Trump. We were talking about year-round Pell, and we're in the middle of a, of a pilot pro- project where we're treating behavioral health like all other health, more money to National Institute of Health than, than ever before. And President Trump's part of that. But I think people are much more concerned about the economy and job preparation. And, and uh, you know, there are plenty of chances for every reporter to ask a question about President Trump. Nobody did. And uh, well, I'll make up for it. Not talking Let me it. ask you this. Does it matter if the president of the United States lies to the American people? A majority of the American people do not find him honest and trustworthy. Um, that's a problem. Doesn't that get in the way of the agenda? And as an American, wouldn't you prefer to have a president who you don't have to worry that what he says is just demonstrably false, such as when he says two of the hostages that were taken were taken, that are in North Korea were taken under Obama when two of the three were taken while he was president? Well, you know, that, that Trump persona has not changed since the campaign. Does it bother you, though? It, it would bother me less if we weren't getting things done. You know, what the regulators are doing, I think the tax package better than I would have expected. I think the foreign policy, uh, President was left with lots of problems. We'd had about eight years where we acted like the United States of America it was basically any other country in the world. And a lot of things got off, uh, off track during that eight years. I think the president stepped in in a way that uh, has helped that pretty, de- pretty demonstrably. Korea, what may happen in the next few days with Iran, all those are more important than whether the president remembers 
when hostages were taken in Korea. The, the important thing there is to get the hostages out of Korea. I agree with you, but the I mean, the Washington Post fact checker has identified more than 3,000 lies that he's told since he's become president of the United States. They sell, he's, say he's taking, making up to nine false statements a day. Uh, when President Clinton lied to the American people, a lot of Republicans got very upset about it. And Democrats said, well, the country's doing great. Let's ignore the fact that he's lying. Isn't there a more important issue here? Yes, it's great that the economy is doing better. And I understand what you're talking about uh, in terms of his accomplishments and the deregulatory agenda that you like. Mm -hmm. But isn't it important for a president of the United States to tell the voters the truth? Isn't there something uh, that, that undermines democracy when a president lies so often? Well, I think the, the way the president communicates, whether he intends to mislead the fact, mislead people or just doesn't have all the facts in his mind at the time, he is a very accessible uh, to the press. His team is very accessible. He hasn't had a press. full press conference since February 2017. How many times he responded to the press last week? I saw a significant number of times where gets off a plane, gets on a plane, answers questions, lays out whatever he's thinking at the time. But the more important thing I would suggest is doing what you say you're going to do when you're elected president. And most of that, you're right, I'm supportive of. I don't think the stated trade policy is a policy that's very helpful to us, but we'll see where we get at the end of the road on that. All right. Well, let the record reflect that I do think it's important whether or not a president tells people the truth. And I'm guessing that during the President Oprah administration, you might have some thoughts on that, too. <laughs> I do want to ask you about North Korea, um, because you're on the Senate Intelligence Committee, and we've been told that there is progress in getting these detainees out of North Korea. What can you tell us about that? I don't think I can tell you much about that. I can tell you that uh, in the last two years, even in the last six months of the Obama presidency, North Korea has probably taken more time and we've had more concern about that than virtually any other issue. We've let North Korea get to where they are likely in a very dangerous position vis-a-vis -vis the neighborhood and the world and something needs to be done about it. Uh, I want to ask about your home state of Missouri, mm. where the Republican legislature has called for a special session to consider impeachment for the Republican governor, Eric Greitens, right. who's facing two felony charges. A woman says she was bound and blindfolded, coerced into oral sex, threatened with a photo of the encounter as blackmail. The governor denies all of this. You're one of the few statewide politicians and perhaps the most prominent politician, period, statewide. And you have not called for him to resign. You've kind of stayed out of it. Does this suggest that you believe Governor Greitens and his side of the story. No, it, it does suggest that for all the time I've been in the Congress, one of my rules was try not to give much advice to people in Jefferson City. Uh, there's no question that uh, if the, the governor did the things that he's alleged to have done involving this woman, it's reprehensible. Uh, but there's a process where all the facts get to be laid on the table. Uh, there's a court case that starts next week. As you just pointed out, the legislature has, is now looking at the action they can take. So there's both a judicial and a legislative remedy that I don't necessarily improve on uh, by getting involved in it. And we'll see. I think I have confidence that both of those will lead to uh, a result that takes all the facts and, and we see what happens. What does your gut tell you about whether or not he's guilty of this? Because certainly a lot of other people, including uh, uh, Josh Hawley, who's running for the Senate, mm -hmm. uh, Claire McCaskill, whom he's running against, they've said they want him to resign. What does your gut tell you? Well, my gut tells me when people elect somebody as governor, particularly people when they elect somebody as governor who spent his whole time running for office talking about how bad the current politicians were of both parties, that you need to let the process work its way out before uh, you reverse what the people have done. I think both of those forums 
will likely put all the facts on the table and reach whatever result those facts lead to. I don't think we know everything we need to know yet, but I do think we know enough to be very concerned about what we do know. All right, Senator Blunt, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Welcome again. A stunning rebuke to the special counsel's Russia investigation. A judge accusing Robert Mueller of having only one target in mind, President Trump. We're going to ask Democratic Congressman Adam Schiff if that judge might have a point. That's next. Stay with us. Welcome back to State of the Union. I'm Jake Tapper. The president's new lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, unveiling a more aggressive tack against the Russia investigation, raising questions about investigators' motivations and about whether the president will cooperate. And the president Please. said again on Friday that he wants to speak with Mueller, answer his questions. So you're prepared to make that happen? Not, not, not after the way they've acted. Uh, I, I came into this case with the desire to do that. And uh, they just keep convincing me not to do it. That's as President Trump and his legal team are seizing on new questions about the Mueller probe after a judge said that Mueller's team is really after one goal, taking down President Trump. Here now, Congressman Adam Schiff, he's Democrat of California, the ranking member on the House Intelligence Committee. Congressman Schiff, thanks for joining us. You just heard the the president touting that criticism from a federal judge about the investigation on Friday before the NRA, uh, saying that Robert Mueller is ultimately only interested in evidence of wrongdoing by the president himself. The president accurately quoted the judge and the CNN story about the judge. Is that judge wrong? Well, I don't sure that uh, it's germane, for example, for the judge to be asking how much uh, Bob Mueller has spent on the investigation. Uh, it's appropriate to ask about the scope of what Bob Mueller is doing, but he is well within uh, the scope of his jurisdiction in charging Manafort and Flynn and the others. Uh, in particular, I, I think we have to recognize that Mueller works for the Justice Department, and any case that arises from the Russia investigation is either going to be prosecuted by him or it's going to be referred out to another attorney in the department but it's going to be prosecuted. Uh, and in a money laundering situation uh, here where you have a Russian oligarch involved and Manafort during the campaign trying to get money from this Russian oligarch and offering information on the campaign to get it, it clearly is within the, within the scope of his responsibilities. And if there's other money laundering that he learns about at the same time that may or may not involve Russians, then the issue for Rod Rosenstein and Bob Mueller is, does it make sense? Is this part of a coherent uh, money laundering conspiracy to try that all in one case uh, rather than bifurcating it and have a separate prosecutor in a set, separate courtroom having to present much of the same evidence? So I think Mueller is well within his jurisdiction. Uh, I can understand the judge asking certain of these questions, although some of them seem to be non-germane to the legal issues involved. Well, uh, with all due respect, sir, what the judge is basically saying to Mueller and Mueller's team, you don't really care about Manafort and money laundering. Uh, you're only trying this case to try to get Manafort to flip on President Trump and, and uh, give incriminating information about President Trump. Mueller could have referred, as you suggested, he could have referred this case uh, to another uh, set of, of legal um, circumstances, as he did with the Michael Cohen case in the Southern District of New York, U.S. attorney. But the judge here is saying, you don't really care about this. You're just trying to get Trump. And for that reason, I'm wary of this case. Doesn't that concern you that a judge would think that? Well, it does concern me if it influences the judge's review of the, the facts and the law. Uh, that seems to be the judge questioning the motives of the special counsel. Uh, here, the special counsel, I'm sure, in discussion and consultation with uh, uh, Rod Rosenstein. 
uh, is deciding which of the cases that have arisen from his investigation he should try personally and which should be farmed out to others. That's how the process should work. Uh, and while, you know, it's certainly within the judge's prerogative to ask these questions, I don't think it really bears on the legal issues. Uh, and so I think that uh, Bob Mueller will prevail in the sense of being able to go forward with this litigation. I don't think there's really any legal question about that. But yes, it is concerning that the judge would express this opinion. The president's lawyers have been wary of letting Mueller talk with President Trump. But sources tell CNN that Mueller has already raised the notion of a subpoena. The president's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, argued just this morning in an interview with ABC News that President Trump would not need to comply with any subpoena. Is there any circumstance in the world in which President Trump could dodge the subpoena? No, uh, he's going to need to comply with the subpoena. If they take that case to court, they're going to lose. Uh, but look, I have to say I'm a little taken aback by this new lawyer, Giuliani's uh, strategy here. His legal defense for the president seems to be a bit orthodox. It started out by saying, you can't believe the president of the United States. That's our defense. Uh, so when he says things, you just got to discount them. Uh, and more than that, uh, trust me, this wasn't a violation of campaign laws. Neither one of those things is pretty persuasive. And other things that Giuliani said in his maiden voyage as the president's new lawyer uh, were deeply hurtful to the president's case by saying that the Russia investigation, the failure to clear him uh, and announce publicly he wasn't a suspect is the reason why Comey was fired. All of these things are deeply hurtful to the president's case. Uh, and notwithstanding the efforts at damage control, I think this is a very unpromising strategy. I want to move to the news that President Trump was reportedly aware of that hush money payment by Michael Cohen to Stormy Daniels, even though the president told reporters just last month that he didn't know about the deal or where the money had come from. The president's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, told The New York Times on Friday that this might be a political problem for President Trump, but it was not a legal problem. You're a former federal prosecutor. Is there a legal issue here? Well, there is a legal issue if the president, uh, his credibility is thrown this much into question uh, than any statements that he might make in the future about what he knew or when he knew it or the purpose of these payments are not going to be believed by a trier of fact. So it does affect his defense. But more broadly, Jake, and this gets to the point you were making with Kellyanne Conway, what Kellyanne Conway and Sarah Huckabee Sanders and before her Sean Spicer are doing in taking these abundant falsehoods that come out of the White House and trying to. When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores? Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on Sleep Number Special Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 